We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning, everybody. My name is Bart Winkler. Welcome to the Wednesday show. This should be a big Wednesday. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is talking on Pat McAfee today. Now, he did not do it on Tuesday, which we all assumed. This happened last year. Last year, it was a Tuesday, and we were all like, hey, Rogers is going on McAfee tomorrow. And then everybody turns into McAfee, and then McAfee's like, uh, he's not coming on. I don't know. I mean, he's not going to deny it. He got he got a lot of people for the first 10 minutes, including me, while shopping at a Metro market. I See, this is, this is what I don't want. I don't want to be this guy anymore. And you say, well, then don't. Okay. It's, it's impossible not to. So Rodgers today, I don't even know what we're going to find out. Is he going to retire? Is he going to say he's going to the Jets? Is something going to leak 30 minutes before he goes on McAfee? I have no idea. But we're going to hear from Aaron Rodgers today, and it's been a long time coming, and we'll see what he has to say. There have been moves that, I mean, it feels like we're just waiting for the inevitable. We're just waiting for the inevitable. If he says, I don't want to get traded, he screws over the Packers. If he says... Uh, I'm going to retire. He screws over the Jets. If he says he's going to retire, he screws over Alan Lazard, although Lazard's getting four for 44 to go play with the Jets. So Roger's going to talk today on McAfee. After McAfee, uh, we will totally piggyback that and go live on YouTube. Paul Emig's going to join me and then whoever. I just find this, it's just exhausting. And, and some of you are we've had this conversation a lot. And one thing that I tweeted on Tuesday was Rogers is not as good to have as much power as he thinks he has. And I understand he won the MVP very recently, but I mean, you're like, you're like trying, it's, it's not like you're Tom Brady and you're like, Hey, I want Gronk to come here. And the Buccaneers are like, Oh my God, we thought we were just getting Tom. Now we're getting Gronk out of retirement. It's like, Hey, I'll come play. Oh, cool. But then you have to take, Four of my friends who are going to steal roster spots from people that deserve it. They're going to steal roster spots from guys that can play special teams. I mean, Garrett Wilson's better than Lazard. Corey Davis is better than Lazard. Elijah Moore, Roger ain't going to throw to him. Denzel Mims, these are good young receivers. Malik Taylor, wasn't he a Packer three different times? Or was that Miles Turner or Miles Taylor? I don't know. I got a lot of those guys confused. Uh, there's a lot of guys that had the same name for a while. Hey, whatever happened to Reggie Begleton? So Alan Lazard is going to be on this team. It sounds like Rand, Rand, 
will eventually be on this team. He wants to play. Odell Beckham's on this wish list that I believe was Diana Rossini reporting. You know, Bob Tunyon, whatever. Everybody making Jordy Nelson jokes. Okay. I, I guess I guess I just want a resolution, if anything else. It's been many off seasons like this. I just want to I just want an answer. I don't I don't need to read the whole book. Just give me the final chapter. And so that is going to be appearing what might happen. Now, I know it's funny. Oh, Bart hates Rogers. What did he do to hurt you? What did he do to hurt you? Does anyone else just not think this is a giant waste of time? Even if you're able to block it out. Even if you're able to block it out as much as you can. So I've, I mean, honestly, I've been on standby to do a dumb YouTube live for three days. So I've not been ignoring it. But even if I was someone who was trying to ignore it, absolutely trying, didn't look at anything, didn't, didn't, as soon as I go to daycare, I see a guy, we've never really talked sports before in our life. He goes to me, what do you think about Rogers? You can't ignore it. You can't. Ignore it. Even when I went to Phoenix, saw my grandma. What's going to go on with Rogers? It's like asking about Rogers, like talking about the weather. Like Rogers has become small talk. And I'm tired of it. Is that okay? I feel like a lot of you understand where I'm coming from. But a lot of you just don't. Because you think Rogers is so great that it's blasphemy that I feel this way. That I can't be annoyed with him. I'm very annoyed with him. And I want to see Jordan Love play. I will go into the season way more excited for the unknown. As the movie says that we watch every weekend. Into the unknown. Into the unknown. We watch Frozen 2 a lot in this house. I don't know how it happened. But we watch a lot of Frozen. A lot of Frozen and a lot of Spidey. And a lot of YouTube toys. People playing with toys. And sometimes the Spidey toys play with the Paw Patrol toys. And it's a surprise. Like, oh my God. But as I've said, I won't let my kid watch videos where kids are the stars. You shouldn't be eight years old and try to make a career for yourself on YouTube. You should be 38 years old and can't find work anywhere else before you try to make a career for yourself on YouTube. Comprende? So we'll find out about Rodgers today. We're going to talk Badgers-Bradley, went live for that, and uh, Bucks sons More so Bucks sons but we'll talk uh, the Badgers-NIT game as well. That's all coming up. Bucks, meanwhile, Myers-Leonard in the fold, full season. So uh, discuss that at your daycares. And then also... I wish that when we were doing the show on Monday night into Tuesday's show, I wish I saw some of these videos. I I, I didn't really think to look about what the Kings were saying in the locker room. Mike Brown says, you're not going to, you know, you're not going to like, I'll find the quote on Mike Brown, Trey Lyles. They were all mad that Giannis didn't dribble the right way. I mean, they're just making stuff up. Here's Mike Brown, who I generally like, but. You know, I don't know what happened, but. So we ain't taking no shit from nobody. Trust me on that. And they all going to have each other's back in there. That don't mean we're going to go out there and start something. We're not. But we're going to stand up for ourselves and each other. Yeah, and they did. The Kings stood up for themselves. They did. 
after they started something. Giannis was just dribbling. I again, I always try to look at this with a a bipartisan, let's say, frame of mind, and I couldn't find anything in there that Giannis did that was bad. So what you had, and the Bucks fans have been through this. I saw another great comparison uh, online today. Is that this was like when the Bucks were getting good, and then we thought we were great, and then Giannis would come in. No, LeBron would come in and just kick the shit out of us. It's like, oh, okay, we're we're not there yet. So the Kings are good; they're getting better, but they're not there yet. And so there was a measuring stick game, and that's why again I'm proud that the Bucks answered the call. But the Bucks are superior to the Kings. The Bucs are a great team. You know, there's been a couple of losses. They lost to what? The Warriors and the Sixers. They really haven't lost too much than that. I mean, the Bucs are a team that when's the last, when's the last time somebody, somebody beat the Bucs? Like, oh, shit, we got beat tonight. They lost against Golden State overtime. They lost against the Sixers. Close game. They blew it. They lost against the Cavs. Did Giannis not play that game? I don't think he did. And they lost by maybe maybe that one. I mean, maybe that one. That was what? January 21st. Miami beat them. I think that was another Giannis-less game. There was a game that they got worked by Charlotte for some reason. Uh, did Giannis? I don't think Giannis played in that game either. Oh, shit, he did. All right, so maybe that one. For whatever reason, the Bucks got worked by Charlotte on a uh, Friday night. In January, I think you can argue that's the last time they really got beat. Went to Miami, lost back to back. But since the turn of the new year, oh, they lost to Washington New Year's Day. One, two, three, four, five, six losses. Seven, seven losses since the turn of the new year. Bucks are 49 and 19 and playing some great basketball, I think. So, really excited to see how this season continues. And we'll have more on the Bucks game. Uh, when we talk about it with the uh, Suns, I'm, I'm actually recording this part before that game. So if the bucks end up losing, then this was just a waste of breath, but that's okay. We'll live. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. 
That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. All right, uh, I got some voicemails here. Carl's Place bringing you the voicemails. Carl's Place, Carl of et.com backslash Bart. You can also find that link directly at bartwinklershow.com. So shout out then goes to the guys at Sun Ant Interactive. And I got the website up. Haven't tinkered with it too much. It's just been up, but it's where every day it's where the audio goes and where videos go. So if you're between the YouTubes and the Spotify's, you can get everything in one place and I'll start to put more content on there and then hopefully some other stuff as well uh, i got brick from west dallas haven't heard from brick in a few let's talk to brick as they crack a diet mountain dew i promise hey board it's uh brick from west dallas calling it is currently 122 on tuesday i have created new rogers so i wanted to call in and i was talking to my buddies and i think or we think that this holdup isn't necessarily on Rodgers. I think he's like, yeah, I'll come back and play for the Jets. He may have some stipulations that he wants that they got to figure out, but I think this is the team. Uh, this is on the teams. I think it's most on the Jets. The Packers probably want a lot for him, and the Jets are like, well, not really. Uh, that So that's my opinion. I think that's what the holdup is. Uh, and part of me is kind of hoping that they trade all these players, trade all these picks, whatever it is. Uh, and then Rodgers gets to training camp and says, just kidding, I'm going to retire so we get all of it for basically and they get nothing. That would be awful, but it would be hilarious, and, I, and it would kill me. Uh, speaking of the Bucks, uh, I agree with you that the Packers fans watching Bucks don't really understand what's going on because everyone's mad about load management, but at the same time, you're only judged by what you do in the playoffs and titles you win and such, so... Winning 70 games doesn't mean anything if you don't win the, the title, so why would you worry about winning 70 games if it's going to hurt your chances at a title? That's just my thoughts real quick. I uh, love this stuff. Keep it up. Uh, and I look forward to hearing what you have to say as soon as any Rogers news drops. And let me know if uh, you want to celebrate and go to the parade for the Bucks in a few months here. All right, talk to you later. Bye. Yeah, definitely. We'll be at the parade. Uh, you know, the last parade, I didn't get a good, well, I ended up getting, we kind of snuck on media to get, we could hear, we could hear the, um, Rami was with me. We could hear the, we saw the presentations and stuff, which I thought was important, but I wasn't on the actual parade because remember I set up a chair, which I never let people forget, but it was not on the parade route and, uh, mayor Barrett stole it and was so pressed by the heat that he ran to Luxembourg. The funny thing about this Rogers uh, saga is I still don't know who has the leverage. 
Whoever had the leverage. Does Rodgers have the leverage? Do the Jets? Do the Packers? They all have a little bit of leverage, but I don't think as much as they think they do. Like Rodgers, he's got to have the most leverage, right? Because he can just say, I don't want to get traded, and if you trade me, I'll retire. But then the Packers will be like, okay, well, we'll just do that then. We'll we'll trade you. We'll find a team to trade you to for a seventh round pick, and then we'll give him a sixth. Screw it. We'll we'll give we'll get we'll just retire then. Retire. They'll get you to retire, and then we'll lose a pick. Who cares? You're out of here. So I mean, I guess I guess Rogers has leverage. And he's trying to get the Jets to have all his guys. I mean, Alan Lazard's not going to the Jets because the Jets want Alan Lazard. Maybe. The Jets don't want Randall Cobb. The Jets don't want Mercedes Lewis. You kidding me? Do the Packers have leverage? I don't know. They might have the least. They've made their intentions very clear. But so have the Jets. And all these other quarterbacks are signing. Unless the Jets swoop in and get Lamar Jackson, every backup, like Darnold's gone, Dalton's gone, Jimmy G's gone. What are they going to fly out to? California and wine and dine Rogers and then sign his buddy Alan Lazard and then go under center with Jacoby Brissett. Even Jets legend Mike White is somewhere else. Who's going to back up Jordan Love? Rogers. All right, here's Britt from Merrimack. Hey, Bird's Britt from Merrimack. I haven't called in a while. Um, just kind of chiming in on the Aaron Rodgers drama like I normally do. First of all, I podcast um, Kurt along with Sparky and Horvat. However, Horvat, yeah, I get it. He was good. He won us the Super Bowl. The all-time Packer, but good God. Man, I'm pretty sure, I don't know if I can say this on here, but I'm pretty sure he has some golden knee pads for Aaron Rodgers. And it's absolutely disgusting. I listened to the podcast last week where you had him on there, and he just went full-on Aaron Rodgers mode. I'm just like, oh, my God, you got to get him off. I was, he was driving me nuts. He is what's wrong with Packer, with some of the Packer fans right now. Is He's not a Packer fan. He pretends to be a Packer fan. He knows Packer fan things. But he's obsessed with Aaron Rodgers. It's, it's so gross. Like, come on, move on. You know, and everyone's making this big deal about the trade. It's like, he's going to have to move on eventually. He started digging his own grave four or five years ago with all this drama. Like, what do you expect? Like, the Packers are finally not going to roll over to his every demand. And now he's throwing a hissy fit and holding the team hostage, even though he said he was never going to do. But let's be honest, as soon as he said that, everybody knew he was going to do that. Um. So that's kind of where I stand at with that. <clears throat> Excuse me. That's where I stand at with that. Just really ready for this to all be over and be done with and not have an off season revolving around this. Um, I do think we need to get some kind of good package and compensation for him. I don't want him to go for a third round pick because we all know Googie sucks at the third round pick. Um, Mark Murphy, I don't know if maybe you supplied him some gummies from Happy Place Hemp and that's how he got on TV at the WIAA Girls State Basketball Tournament where he started talking all this crap. I don't know, loose, what is it, loose lips, sink ships, whatever. 
Um, yeah, Badgers basketball absolutely sucks. They didn't deserve to even be in consideration to make the tournament. Plus, so kind of where I'm at with that. Um, yeah, I guess I'll wait to hear what you have to say. Have a good one, Bart. Yeah, thanks, Britt. I think uh, one thing you said about this preseason or this offseason being dominated by Rodgers, it's like one thing I talk about with baseball this offseason is that there's a lot of talk about baseball right now with the World Baseball Classic and with uh, the different rule changes and all that kind of stuff, and that's great. And we're finally not talking about how, like, shitty – baseball is and i'd like to have there be one off season where we don't talk about rogers with horvat horvat's very passionate that rogers should get more credit for his time here and i'm very passionate that rogers needs to go and so i'm he's not focusing on and like he'll mention it and then i'll mention it too i i've mentioned it too but we're just i just really want him gone and Horvath just really wants people to get like credit for it or Rogers to get the credit. So it's just what side of crazy do you, I think we're both right. I think, but what side of crazy do you want to be on? I'm going to give some credit to uh, my sports update. Ari Miroff, who I have blocked correction. He blocked me, but at least he's a real guy. He aggregates a little bit, but then he got a real job and He's a real guy now. This Dov Kleeman is not a real guy. I don't know what the hell. He talked to Trey Wingo, who had the tweet that Rodgers to the Jets is a done deal. And this was just released as I was posting. So here's what Trey Wingo had to say with Ari Mirnoff, uh, who's now at my sports update with the 33rd team. This I, I haven't heard this yet, but based on the context around it, I may not like it. I feel like people want to listen to you, so I guess let me just pass it over <laughs> to you. And what do you have to say about all this? Here, here's what I'll say. Uh, the tweet that I put out there is going to happen. It's just a matter of when. And, and when I say it may drag into next week, you need to be prepared for that because it may go into next week. Um, but Aaron Rodgers, the deal, the deal for Aaron Rodgers has been in place since last Friday. It's essentially been in place last Friday. Now, I don't know exactly what the delay is, and I might have something to do with that because when you're trading Aaron Rodgers, right, you need to button everything up, right? From the Packers' side, how we want to thank him for all these years of 50. They want to do it right and all this kind of stuff. And I'm sure the Jets want to make sure they get it right. So when the narrative is disrupted or the timeline of their narrative is disrupted, much in the same way it was for Tom Brady's pseudo-retirement last year when Jeff Darling and Adam Schefter broke the news that Tom was walking away, suddenly people are like, oh, holy hell, let's move things. We got we to gotta do some stuff. That might be part of it. That might be part of it. All I can tell you is this deal has been in place for a long time, and the holdup isn't really Aaron. Uh, it isn't Aaron. Uh, ready to roll. So uh, Jets fans, of course, are... Obviously, as a group, a very nervous, strenuous, and anxious group of people. Uh, but you might have to wait a little bit longer, but play the long game. Aaron Rodgers is going to be the quarterback of the New York Jets in 2023. Wow, okay. Well, I mean, that's we saw the Trey Wingo tweet. Wow. Trey in the next week. Okay. 
All right. Um, so I, again, we're going to go live after McAfee and I don't know what's going to happen there, but I do, I do, I do believe Trey when he says the holdup's not Aaron. I do believe that. Cause Aaron's made his decision, right? He's had to have made his decision, right? Right. We'll chew on that one a little more uh, with Paul Emig tomorrow. Again, if, if Rogers doesn't say anything on McAfee or if nothing comes out, we will focus heavily on what Trey Wingo just had to say. We just want it to be over with. We just want it to be over with. We just want to know. We want to know. Jets fans want to know. Why can't they just do like baseball does? All right, just make the trade. Players to be named later. We'll figure it out. It's happening. Hey, everyone, it's happening. It's actually happened, and we'll fill in the dots later. This is the problem. Is the pro- Here's the question, guys. Is the problem the machine or is the problem us? Do we demand answers too quickly? Got another Carl's Place voicemail, 402-915-BART. This is from Doug and Racine, who I believe pulled up old audio from my old show. Hey, Mark, start again. Hey, um, I don't know if you... Uh remembered my prediction last year for the final core, but uh, I had uh, some unusual picks and notebook Mike friend of show had said right before this conversation, there was some idiot that picked these four people and here I'm going to play it. It was nice to hear Toby. So if you can hear this, let me know if you can't, don't put it on. Bye. Hang on. So put the mic off there. Let's get out to one more caller before we get a break here. Doug is in receipt. Doug, what's going on, man? Hey, I was the guy that picked Marquette, the Badgers, in the final four. You guys picked me up because you knew I didn't know anything about basketball. And you're like, what's your final four? And I'm like, uh, uh, Marquette, Badgers, Southern Baptist, and Arizona. I think they said I should call Southern Baptist. So I think what I'm taking from that, Doug, is that you jokingly took Marquette because you didn't know who to take. Someone made fun of you, and now Marquette's good, and now you want the credit. Doug, I feel like I've I feel like I've taught you well on that one. Doug. <laughs> Doug and Racine. I did do two brackets. Most of them are the same. I mean, it's I I it's pretty much the same. I mean, I did one bracket that I put everywhere the ESPNs, the Yahoos, the whatever. I've got Alabama and Houston in the final most of the time. Uh, going with Alabama. Duke I put in the final four. I did pick Duke to beat Marquette. Uh, Kansas I took out of that group. And then uh, I did do one where I took Marquette, which is like a $10 entry in some some pool. The only paid entry I'm in is – uh some guy, I, I, I don't even know, I, I, I don't know how I got in this guy's bracket, but there's like 2,000 people that are in it. Oh, and I'm in a survivor pool. I think I took Purdue and then UCLA the first two nights because I don't think they're going to go that far. I got Purdue losing to Memphis. I got Tennessee losing to Louisiana. 
And I don't think I have any too many big upsets other than that. I do want to shout out Teacher Tom, who is in the in the summer, rather. He is Tom the Painter, but during the year, he is Teacher Tom. He got the package at Omaha Steaks. And I tweeted out a picture of that because he tweeted a picture to me. Tom got his birthday dinner. He had the Omaha Steaks with some grasshopper fudge pie that his wife makes from every year. That looks really good. I need a promo code for your wife's pie. Don't take that the wrong way. Uh, <laughs> Omaha Steaks, the promo code is BART. They've got their semi-annual sale. They got it like everything. When they package it together, it's half off the normal prices. And then when you get a package, you can put the promo code in BART, and then you'll get $30 off right away. So as you start thinking of Father's Day, as you start thinking of warmer weather, as you start thinking of birthdays and, and stuff like that, it's a great gift anytime, especially for those like, what do I get my uncle? What do I get my godfather? What do I get my grandpa? What do I get my dad? What do I want? You know, I, people always ask me for list every year. What do you What do you want? I don't know. Steak? Yeah, okay, that, that works. Use my promo code. Promo code is BART, $30 off OmahaSteaks.com. And now let's talk a little bucks. The 2022-2023 Milwaukee Bucks have clinched a spot in the playoffs. That's right. On the evening of March 14th, the Bucks have clinched a spot in the playoffs. The Bucks have won their 50th game of the season, improving to 50 and 19. And I still remember one of the media days that I was at long ago. And I believe it was Jason Terry. It was under the kid years where the Bucks were asked about expectations and they threw out the 50 win moniker and we were all were like whoa this team thinks they could win 50 did they win 50 could the bucks really win 50 games the milwaukee bucks winning 50 games and and it was such a big deal at the time and now i didn't realize until just jumping on to talk to you that they won their 50th game of the year uh, last year they won 51. The year they won the finals, there were a few less games of so 46. They won 56 and 19, 60 the year they went to the conference finals. So it's not even like 50s old hat. One, two, three, four, four of the last six years now. Four of the last five years, correct me. Uh, just the shortened year. But still, I mean that that's we gotta we gotta just enjoy this period while we can. I, I really want to stress that, that we have to enjoy this period while we can. And sometimes we're going to get caught up in the, oh, you know, is Giannis hurt? Is Middleton? You know, we're going to get caught up in these other things, which is a natural conversation that will be had when you talk about your teams. But this team right here is the team that we will, we will tell our grandkids about, this era right here. And I think in the last two nights, you know, the Bucks had already had a good record on back-to-backs. Um, they've, they, they've already been good in that regard, improving to a eight and one or nine and one on the second leg of a back-to-back Phoenix was coming off a California trip as well. So they just came back and the bucks, they met in Phoenix after both playing uh, a night before. And so you thought you might get some guys sit out and Middleton sat out, but the Suns were healthy outside of Durant and the bucks got Ingles back when they didn't have him the night before. I think what I really liked 
about tonight's game, Bucks Suns, where Bucks Kings was the Kings are gonna they're gonna be a team that wants to measure themselves and and are they the right are they are they there how far away are they and then it got chippy at the end right it got a little chippy press conference uh you know is they're not gonna rook us sort of thing nobody nobody's gonna come in here we're always gonna we're always gonna stand our ground we're gonna we're not gonna be we're not gonna instigate it but we'll defend it even though we did instigate it there's a lot of that stuff and the kings realize they're mismatched but I think between the Bucks and the Suns, these are two teams that realize they're 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 both good. Okay, they're both good teams, and you saw a little difference in the back and forth between the Bucks and Kings two nights ago. You saw, you know, it was just a little more edgy and combative, and little brother, big brother, like this is the day right here, and and in mommy's and daddy's driveway that I'm going to prove that I can beat you when tonight it was like two people throwing their best punches and really enjoying that aspect of it. Booker getting defended well by Crowder, knocking it down saying you can't guard me. Javon Carter knocking down a big three, talking a little bit, I think the pain on the way back. So you saw two teams that know they're going to probably see each other or could see each other again. And I think that what we saw tonight, I mean, what I, what I realized tonight is the Bucks. I've realized this. I mean, we've all realized this since the turn of the new year, outside of their new year's day game, uh, they lost to Washington. This team has been incredible. This team has been very good. There's been a few losses, seven or eight, but they've hardly gotten beat. And they really haven't gotten beat in a couple of months, like beat beat. And now to go to Sacramento and then the Phoenix, I mean, in the past, no matter how good a team was, we'd see, oh, West Coast trip, Sacramento, Phoenix, schedule losses. Oh, second game of the back-to-back, schedule losses. There's no schedule losses with this team. They're too good. So you look at what they did tonight. So the main thing I realize is what I've been realizing and what we all realize. It's just, it's nice to say, the Bucks are good. I mean, they are good, good. So Giannis with 36 tonight, 11 boards, 8 assists, nearly a triple-double for him. Lopez with 21 continued to play well as he did the night before uh, holiday. All right. Four of 14, six turnovers. Let's just move on from that. Uh, Javon Carter knocked down some threes. I thought that Jay Crowder, uh, we knew he would play. All right. He knocked down three threes, 11 points. Portis just plays so hard down low, 11 points for him. And then Joe Ingles, six points, seven assists. So they said it nice on the end of the broadcast. This is a team where they have their like, core but then there's interchangeable pieces where you can have one night where it's Middleton and then the guys don't play with Middleton the next night and they have to play with Joe Ingles now and adjust and everything just adjusts so fine because these guys are this is a well this is a well-oiled machine even with some of the new pieces coming in and as Marcus Johnson said it's an embarrassment of riches they still have break glass in case of emergency Goran Dragic you know they signed Myers Leonard to a contract we'll see if he gets in my guy Bochamp never plays AJ Green got six minutes tonight. So just to reiterate, the Bucks are good. And as the Celtics kind of figure out what's going on there, and the Sixers maybe think that they can be the number two contender in the East, it's clearly the Bucks conference to lose. I mean, even, even Doris Burke has to admit that at, at this point. It is clearly the Bucks conference to lose. 
Now, out west, different story. And I think what you saw tonight was you saw a Suns team that has realized this is this is familiar to me. This is this is Warriors Cavs to me. The Bucks are the Warriors and the Suns are the Cavs. I'm gonna rewind. The Bucks are the no, I was right. No, the Bucks are the ca- What I'm trying to say is the Suns realize they can't beat the Bucks as things are constructed. And the Cavs couldn't or the Warriors what's tripping me up is the Warriors beat the Cavs and then the Cavs beat the Warriors. And then the Warriors realized that they couldn't beat the Cavs again unless they had something else. And they needed Kevin Durant. I think that if they didn't have Kevin Durant, they get back to the finals, but LeBron wins another title. LeBron and Kyrie were playing at such a level together. And Kevin Love in there as well. But LeBron and Kyrie were playing at such a level that both of those guys have been chasing. They've both been looking for another partner like that. And it was LeBron and Kyrie the whole time. Like LeBron's looking for AD. KD's looking for... Kyrie, I mean, it was LeBron and Kyrie the whole time. I think they win more titles together, no matter where they play. So what the Warriors realize is we need Kevin Durant. We we can't, we're good, but we're not going to beat this team. We need something else. So what the second thing I realize is Kevin Durant's going to make this a completely different series. So enjoy this win. I certainly am. I'm enjoying everything that there is about this, this road trip the competitiveness, the the energy they have, it's going to look different with KD. What you saw at the end, to me, was Chris Paul trying to be like hero ball, completely ignoring Devin Booker. I mean, KD's not going to let that happen. And then Devin Booker's going to get more free. And KD's going to help everyone. DeAndre Ayton's not going to get in foul trouble that early with KD out there. It's just, it's going to be a much better team and a team that could beat the Bucs. This team as it's constructed, without Kevin Durant, cannot beat the Bucs in a series. 0 for 2 against them this year, and I don't think Giannis played in the first one. So this Suns team cannot beat the Bucs in a series, and I would wager, I mean, 5, 6, but maybe less. So the Suns, if they're going to beat the Bucs, KD's not like a, this is what I'm saying, with the Warriors back then, KD wasn't, Oh, it'd be nice to have KD. We're already great. It'd be nice to have Kevin Durant. They needed Kevin Durant to beat the Cavs. And so I think that's where the Suns are too. They need Kevin Durant to beat the Bucks or to get out of the West. I'll take some of your comments here. The StreamYard link is up in the comments. Uh, it is late. You might be in bed. Uh, I do appreciate you being here regardless. Um, I am in the happy place hemp. Backdrop studios, we'll say. This is the night behind me. These are some of their oils right here. I got that lotion, this one in my house. Uh, use that. Got these gummies. Happy Place Hemp. Check them out. They're on College Court in Muskego. Happyplacehemp.com is the website. You get 25% off every single order when you use the promo code BART. So as long as you're using the promo code BART, you get 25% off every single order. Not just your first order. Not the first two. Not if you buy something certain. Uh, promo code BORT was giving out Admirals tickets. You could try that. I got to check with them if that if we ran out or not. 
You might still have a pair or two. But promo code BART, 25% off all orders at happyplacehemp.com. Uh, let me read some of the comments. Mr. Bees says, Fitty Burger. And then Corey says, can we all stop by calling the number of points someone scores a burger caps lock Jesus? Yeah, I am. I'm with that too. It's kind of played out, but a fi- 50 points or 50, 50 is a burger. We, we, we let's agree to get rid of 40 burger or 60 burger. Ah, 60 might be too. 50 is a burger. That's just what happened. Uh, I'd like to try to fight it with you, but some wars I know I'm not going to win. And I'm not going to win against Fitty Burger. Joe says, Bucks are so good. Pretty much, that's the analysis. And you might think, that's simple analysis, but it's not. They are good. And I think what we've started to do with that winning streak and now the way they've been playing is we know when we know they're good. We question always in the back of our head, like, well, the Sixers going to beat us? We know we're the team to beat. You know, we know that. And they know that, too. That's more important. They're the ones playing the games. Uh, They know that, too. Dustin says, what a fit Ingles is for us. I love it. Absolutely. I was very excited when he came over. Did not know at what point in the season he would play. Uh, Has played sooner than we thought. And then on and off, but really consistent. And really tonight was what you saw. He shoots weird sometimes. But what I liked on him was he messed up with Chris Paul. Chris Paul was confused and then he tried to make it personal and then he was playing a one on five game. So Joe for his assisting and for his scoring, uh, I think, I think his defense and getting in Chris Paul's head was, was big. The bucks were not the only game of the night. The Badgers have advanced to the next round of the NIT. Our Badgers insider, Tim Shea would crawl finish with 31 points and it record for the something Badgers. Like, something like that. Yeah. 31? Mm, I don't remember. Did you watch the whole game? I was I was going back and forth between that, the Bucks game, and the first four. So with the Badgers, did you like get into it? Were you like, did you care? They won 82 to 62 over. I really the didn't care. No. No. It was just in the rotation of flipping through. If they lost, would it have been like a fire garden moment? No, it just would have I just would have laughed. Been like, yeah, that's that's pretty much how the season went. But you know who did lose? Oh no, Rutgers. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say UWM. <laughs> no, they don't play till Sunday. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, get it, get it right. They're going to Florida. Okay. They play Sunday, like like at five thirty. All right. All right. Uh, against two, I don't remember. But yes, I, yes, the team that was fighting to get in that that everyone was. Saying they got snubbed, they lose in overtime. Stetson, Stetson, yes, at four thirty. Okay, yeah. So when 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 Rutgers didn't get in the NCAA tournament, they were the snub. Mm-hmm. They were the snub. Yep. But the last ten teams that got in all sucked. So it's not like it's not like the NCAA denied a historic Rutgers run. Correct. They were going to lose their first game anyway. Mm-hmm. By the way, what can you tell me about Northwestern? Because I might take them in a survivor pool against Boise State. Who are they playing, Boise State? I mean, they're old. They're they're an older team because of COVID and how many years. They I love it. Back. I'm taking them. 
Oh, they 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 are like they are they were the oldest team in the Big Ten. I'm pretty sure. And, so, because sure. I realize, so I'm in the survivor pool, but you also need to take lower seeds to get more points. I'm I'm starting to believe that the big so they're obviously in the Big Ten. They were the second best team in the Big Ten. They were the number two team in the tournament, and they are a seven seed. So I'm starting to think like the Big Ten it just was not that good this year. No, I got Purdue losing to Memphis. I don't have uh, Illinois winning. I don't have Iowa. They play Auburn. I got them losing. Uh, Draft Indiana. Kings, DraftKings does a pool where you have to pick a loser every round. Mm-hmm. Like it's called zero points. They want you to have zero points. Yeah. I took Iowa to win it all. <laughs> Because everyone's going to take a 16 seed. I'm going to take Iowa. Iowa's, They're not going to win. They never been to a Sweet 16. They ain't going to win. I was about to say, Fran McCaffrey. Well, they might win their first game, but I'm just hammering down on Fran. Yeah, he hasn't He hasn't made it to the second weekend in the tournament. Um. So, Rutgers lost. Who won the uh, first four game between the 11s? I wasn't watching that at all. Uh, Pitt won. Mississippi State had two... Last second shots and both didn't go in. They had a wide open three and then kind of a, a bunny under the basket that they put up a little too hard that went uh, in and out. So, and then the eleven matchup was well, that was it. Matchup: uh, Southeast Missouri State and Texas A&M Corpus Christi. So, great. Yeah. Uh, a couple more mentions here. Chuck says best Bucks team in history. I think they win the finals. I, I, they're, they, they're better than they were two years ago. I would agree to that. Jerry says, two wins on the road on back-to-back nights. First playoff opponents put the league on notice. The championship runs through Milwaukee. Erica says, Suns are not getting to the finals, even with KD. I, I still got I, I still got Suns, Lakers, or Warriors. I'm going to go with I'm going to go with them. I'm not I, – I doubt Denver. And Memphis is uh, – Jaws in Florida somewhere. The Kings aren't ready. JM says, I don't think they can beat the Bucks even with KD. I, I would probably still take the Bucks to win, but the Suns need KD. They're not going to win them like – they're not going to beat them like this. They need Kevin Durant to have a yep. shot. Yep. Is what I'm saying. Uh, Grant was there. Uh-oh. Grant Bills. He says, hilarious to watch Drew lock up Devin Booker in person. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Tim's fork mic said, where is Tim? Hey, my fork mic. And uh, Tim actually is here. That was a little bit ago before he jumped on. Mike the painter. Mikey. Wow. Get on the stream, dude. Figure it out. He says, Bucks are the deepest team I've seen in a long time. In the blue room tonight might be purple. That looks blue. Hot take, Jake. What's up, bud? Hey, guys. I'm about to go to bed, but I had to yeah, call Yeah, you still look like you in. woke up for this. Yeah. Well, I watched the end of the game, and uh, first thing is that, Bart, I think you're angling to work for the four-letter network. You're going with the Suns, the Lakers, and the Warriors? Well, Come on, buddy. I, I really actually have a lot of conviction in that because the Lakers are deep now. The Warriors Dude. are being... They, they, trust me on the Warriors, okay? Can we get to that point? Sources, dude, trust me. And then uh, the Suns are good. Like, but everyone else is – who else is it going to be? Oh, uh, the Lakers aren't – like, they're just 
even the only, with the, only the addition, team that I feel like I'm really missing is Denver, and I don't believe in them, so I'm not putting them on the Clippers. The man, yeah, you just don't well. like Jokic. Yeah, so I'm, but I'm admitting that. <laughs> well, I mean, that's that's very honest of you, man. I got to give you props on that. But like, I'm thinking about a team like the Lakers. If they match up against that Kings team we saw last night, they're not beating the Kings. The Lakers? The Lakers, yeah. Aren't beating the Kings? Not that team we saw last night. Kings don't play defense. Wait, sorry, what? I said the Kings don't play defense. Yeah, but they they can't get up and down the floor with those guys. Like, if the Bucs had that much issues with them, the Lakers, I don't think, beats them in a seven-game series. They're just old, man. LeBron's old, AD's old and, you know, broken. Unless LeBron gets his magic HGH. But my biggest points tonight were F Phoenix, F Aaron Rodgers and anybody that still supports him, and my Bucks, this team Fs. And that's all I got for you. I got one thing I want to say about Rodgers in this portion of the program, and that is it's not that I'm – it's not that I'm anti-Rogers. You should be. Well, I am, but it's not it's not that I am. It's that I'm anti the people who aren't anti-Rogers. It's uh it's kind of like people that are still Trumpers, you know. Like if January 6th, if you're still like there's nothing, there's literally nothing you can do that's gonna change their minds. So I'm sorry, I don't January 6th. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you're right. I probably shouldn't have brought that up, but that I thought of, it was a good analogy. Wasn't there just like a, just a day of a? Yeah, that's right. It was, uh, was a tour guide. Yeah, tourists, uh, just tourists that were peacefully coming through, checking things out. I don't want to upset Cone, so. God, remember that shit though. The day I, of that was crazy. Yeah, I was like, um, is I like, is this the end? Like what? That's the day Bill Michaels got fired from the fan, and for a good ten minutes. I thought he was there. <laughs> I did. I mean, how are we looking? I thought he was there. I thought that's how he got fired. <laughs> Could you imagine just Bill with his feet up on Nancy Pelosi's desk? How are we looking? <laughs> he'd be like, he'd be like, uh, this, this, this uh, lectern stealing is brought to you by Pizza Del Rey. <laughs> Get out of here. Don't ever bring that up again. I can't. I'm sorry. It, it slipped. I couldn't help myself. Oops. <laughs> I did it again. That plucky hot take, Jake, bringing the political discourse into the poor Bart Winkler show. But that's why I love this show. You know, I was thinking about this back in the day when I would call him the show. Like a lot of times I'd be like, man, I just want to bullshit around with Bart for a little bit. But then like, you know, someone like Tim would be screening the calls or, you know, and then you'd be like, so what do you want to say? And I'd have to like make up like, oh, I want to talk about this and this. And then I just get on the air and just talk about whatever. That's what makes this show brilliant. What is that? You come on half asleep talking about January 6th and I immediately <laughs> make a Bill Michael story. Where else can we get this kind of amazing discussion? Oh, I had a I have a I have an announcement. Go. I've decided I'm going to stop trying to tear down those in Milwaukee media that I don't like or agree with. Starting right after that last comment. 
I don't know about that part. And for now on, I'm only going to try to build up those that I think are doing a good job. That's not a bad idea. Oh, you know, fight the negativity with positivity. But I am disappointed because you're like the CM Punk of this Milwaukee sports discourse, man. You're supposed to be the voice of the voiceless. But doesn't CM Punk build up his guys too? But that's the thing. I don't want to like, I don't want to say, because so why I have to announce this is that every con- every compliment I have sounds condescending. But like the game the other night, Hunter, who is on with Drew and KB and does a lot of Badger stuff, he, on his own accord, did a Badgers NIT reveal party on their social media and talk Badgers and gave people a place to talk Badgers. And I was, and I thought it was good. I was like, there you go. So I was very happy to see that. I was glad that he did that. I think uh, Trey uh, Crosby, that guy who they have on to do their Bucks show, is great. Uh, I I think the world of him. I think his takes are great. Um, other guys yeah, I want well, to you know build what it up is, include Bart. Tim Shea. I'm running out of guys already. What it is is that the old heads are just like lazy and worthless, and then the young guys that are actually in there trying, like, because you know, God forbid you try at your job, like that's that's kind of what it is. Uh, Dawson gave you five dollars, <laughs> Jake, because I like handouts. Because you like handouts. I don't know where to go with that one, but oh, dear. can I donate that to Tim? Thank you. Yeah. People are asking in the comments about. Uh, Thank you for the handout. Bill, Bill, Bill did lose his job the same day of January 6th. Yes. Yeah, it was meant to be. And then other people said a better announcement would have been the much anticipated cigar breakfast. See, I'm not going to lose the spirit of who I am. I will still do things that are cocky and condescending. I just won't. I just will also pump up the persons that I think are doing well. I just don't want to get it confused when I'm being condescending and when I'm being supportive. Well, you know, the good thing, Bart, is that for the people that enjoy you being cocky and condescending, it's fine because you'll have your time to give your support to those that are doing a good job, and that'll be so short because we're we're in Milwaukee and. Uh, yeah, I mean, the rest of the time, we can just get good old-fashioned Bart. Oh, Matt wants to know why Bill did lose his job. I don't – there's like eight stories, and I think they're all half false. Bart, can I ask you something about that? Huh. Did Bill, like, want to fight you or something? Like, what What was that all about? Does Bill want to fight me? Didn't he want – or didn't he say something about, like, you know, he could take oh, you Oh, yeah, on a hot something. mic, he would said that I'm – well, he just said I'm the kind of guy – and that was the anniversary of game six. He said, I'm the kind of guy that would get in a fight with you and then call the cops after I started the fight. Whatever that means. And I guarantee you, if if we ran into each other, uh, un, he would punch, he would just punch me. If we, if we ever ran into each other, he would just come out and just deck me across the face with no regard to the consequence of the setting or the surroundings. I don't, I don't take him as that kind of guy. And I'm not saying that like, yeah, oh, he's a peaceful guy. I just mean that. Well, maybe I he's he not, but I, I would have it coming. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just one of many, right? 
I would have Dawson's got my back. Yeah. I got your back. I think if there was an old school like West Side Story rumble between the Bart listeners and the unit listeners, we'd kick their asses all day of the week. All day, every day. I don't and know. I they, see... they got a bigger biker gang than we do. <laughs> I just want to see the Timbo versus Radio Joe showdown. That's what I want. No, Radio Joe. I like Radio Joe. Yeah, he's cool. Yeah. He's got his own cheese curds, man. Oh, God. All right, we're done. Okay. <laughs> Good night, boys. Happy Aaron Rodgers Day tomorrow, where he gets on Pat McAfee and says nothing. That's my prediction. Well, we will be live after that. God bless you. Godspeed. Yeah. Thanks, Jake. I've st- I've stayed home all two days waiting for it, just in case. Oh. Now you know. Tomorrow after afternoon. <laughs> Not, not, not like I have anywhere to go. I was gonna say, where are you going? <laughs> I finished Agent Carter. I'm watching Captain Marvel again and Iron Man. Should we go live on location? <laughs> oh, I just found out Pizza Del Rey got killed by COVID. Oh, they got Perkins. They got Perkins. That's what sucked about Perkins was the guy enjoyed their food. That's we had the breakfast. Bart's big breakfast, right? But like when you go to DoorDash or whatever, how low on the flow chart is let's order Perkins? (laughs) That was the problem. Yeah. Chris says Pizza Del Rey gave me food poisoning when I was eight. Uh, Scott said, "Just tuning in. What did I miss? Uh, I was we had we had some good talk about the Bucks. I thought uh, like some really solid content talking about the Suns and how they need KD to beat the Bucks. Uh, they cannot beat the Bucks in a series with this current team. I still look at them, the Warriors and the Lakers, as teams that could get out of the West. Uh, I don't credit the Nuggets because I don't like Jokic, but I'm honest about that. And then Jake said something about January sixth." And then I said, that's actually the day Bill lost his job. And then I wondered aloud if he was at January 6th. And then I tried to walk it back. And then I walked further into talking about Bill. And then I mentioned Pizza Del Rey. And apparently uh, they have been killed due to COVID. Oh, you know, it could be fun. Yes. Is. So I've kept all my show rundowns. Remember From, I would send you a rundown? Yes. You would send it to me the night before. Of like what we were going to talk about? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't do that now because this show has no rundown. Maybe we should do one one time. So would you like to know my rundown about... Here, here's my rundown from Monday... Because so three years ago, the 14th was a Saturday, 15th Sunday. So Monday, 316. Would you like to know what we were talking about three years ago when COVID started? Yes. Six o'clock. Did you find any sports to watch on TV? 615. Should the NCAA have released a bracket even if they weren't going to do a tournament? Remember that? 
Yes. That was like a huge Well, they should still do a bracket. They um, should have. 715. How will the league's postponed schedules change their league schedules upon return? Um, 7.35, Seth Partnow joined us from The Athletic. He used to work for the Bucks, but we talked about social distancing stats. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh. Can you people, go now? People, read, people are you? like, I stopped listening to Bart when he got political. No, I didn't. The third day of COVID, I'm doing social distancing stats. Can you go read one from like, let's see. Hold like, on. Okay. okay. All right. All right. Eight o'clock. We had our new segment. Get to know your meteorologist. Mark Baden joined us. I played a Chuck and Winkler flashback. What is up dog? At nine 30, we asked if a shorter season would help or hurt the brewers. Was Chuck still there? Chuck was still there. Chuck made it a month through COVID. Okay. And then I replayed my social distancing interview. In what was our commercial-free 9 o'clock hour Ugh. when we had no sports. Dave says, Tim and Bart are the best duo since side bay side fridges and ice dispensers through the door. Kevin wants to know the rundown from January 7th, 2021. I don't think we brought up January 6th. I don't know how we did it. I was going to say, can you, like, read a rundown from, like, three weeks later? Like, what in God's name? Three weeks into COVID? Yeah, because, you know, the first, that first, that one that you just read, you still had stuff to talk about, like, but three weeks later. Well, I thought this was a good idea. On Thursday, March 26th, we did an opening day show, even though there was no opening day. Oh yeah, because they they replayed a bunch of stuff on like MLB Network and all the regional sport net, nets did like the opening day from the year before. Uh, let's see. Like sometime in May. All right. How about March twenty fourth? That's just a week and a half later. We want to hear from people. Are you home or at work? Summerfest got delayed. Which delay hurts the hardest? Uh, we also unveiled our fandomonium bracket. Remember that? That we had to cancel? Yes. Once we fired everybody. Uh, Travis Frederick retired. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, let me do one more. Then I don't, I don't know if this is a good segment or a bad segment. I think it's good daily. I don't think doing a whole 10 minutes on it. Yeah. 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 You should do it like for the next like two weeks or two or three weeks. All right. Let me just give you, you wanted Monday. Uh, how about Monday, like, Monday, April 13th. Hey, okay. Perfect. Yeah. That's like, we know like at that point we knew baseball wasn't coming back. Basketball wasn't coming back. Mm-hmm. Um. We recapped the horse competition that was on ESPN. <laughs> that's a, that's enough. You can stop right there. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> God. We uh, 
start a new segment, Mount Rushmore Monday, Mount Rushmore of things you need during a quarantine. Cap <laughs> the horse racing. Uh, Christian Yelich wrote a high school to the Westlake High School baseball team seniors where he went to school to tell him it's okay that you lost your senior season during COVID. Yeah. All right. Matt says move it along. Probably a good idea. It, I don't know. It is. It is. Interesting was, to think back at that time. It is. It really is. It, it, yeah. I just, yeah. That was a messed up time. Yep. Never again. Never again. Please. Well, uh, just like COVID killed sports, COVID might have killed the show. All right. Well, I think I think we get there's a few more to talk. I've already, if you're watching this now, I did do like another 25 minutes for the podcast to air before this. So there is still, there'll be some fresh content with voicemails and some Rogers stuff if you're in the market for that. Who do we have next? Somebody shitty? The Bucks? Uh, don't we play third? Do we play Thursday at home? I'm probably like this is this is where I kind of put the NBA now to a back seat for the next like week or so, just with the tournament, you know. Oh yeah, Bucks play on Thursday. The Pacers. Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah, so I'll go live, but there'll be games on when I'm going live because I'm still going to do a live on Thursday. What about the special St. Patrick's Day show at 6 a.m.? The fuck are you trying to get me into? <laughs> well, I could do a Marquette post game show Monday afternoon. Monday? Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. I've. I, let me talk to you about this. You're my vice president of operations. Yes. Um, should we become Marquette bandwagon guys? I don't know. No, I can't. Like, could I do a post game show on Marquette on Thursday and it be serious? Yeah, I bet you could just combine it all with the Badgers or with the Bucks and the rest of the tournament. I've made a conscious decision. I just wanted your input on it. I'm not, I, I'm not, I'm not hopping on. I can't be a, I can't, yeah, I can't do it. I can't be a Marquette fan. I'm sorry. I did one bracket where I took him to win just to force me to root for him. And I'm not rooting against them. I'm not rooting against them. I know one player. I, you, I didn't have to be forced. To oh, take they play it. Friday. Shit. All right. That's right. They play Friday. Oh, yeah. They do play Friday. Um, I, I took them to go far. Well, good. That solves my yeah. problem. I'll be getting hammered. Me too. Where are you doing St. Patrick's Day? I'll be hopping all over. I'll, I'll, uh, Thursday night, I'll hop on your live and I'll give you my itinerary if anyone wants to meet up with me. We'll make a little game out of it. See how many people will actually follow me. 
Like, where in the world is Tim San Diego? Yeah, I'll, be, I'll be spending most of my time at Kelly's Bleachers Oh, on Friday. Your fork, Mike, says, please no Marquette bandwagon. Well, that's the thing. It wouldn't be genuine. It, w- it wouldn't be genuine. Yeah, those Marquette students kind of gave me the cold shoulder that night. I went out with my fork and said, who are you, who are you voting for, remember? That's true. I remember that. So... Test user says Wisconsin folks will jerk off the Blackhawks, but won't casually follow the only team in the state that made the tourney. Uh, are three teams made odd tourney? <laughs> hey, Badgers are still alive. Yes, they are. How many Marquette? How many tournament wins does Marquette have this season? None. How many the Badgers have? One. Right? They beat Bradley. So how about that? No, I just won't be genuine. You know, I do root for the Badgers. But again, I even feel like I'm bandwagon on that because I don't really. Now, football I love. Football I go goo-goo cocoa for Cocoa Puffs. But I'm weird. I've, I've said this. High school football, I am disgusted by it, by the culture. I want to call high school football games, though. I love doing that. But, like. It's weird. College football. So I'm not a high school football guy, but I love college, even though that culture's messed and I love NFL. And then college basketball ain't into it, but I fucking love high school basketball. And I love pro. I think a lot of this has to do with I played soccer. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's just be honest about that as well. So how do you feel that uh, here, here's here's one thing I want to talk about before we go night night? Okay. Why did David Montgomery sign with the Bears? You mean the Lions? Yes. <laughs> Don't they still have Swift and Williams? Or is one of them I thought the so too. Let me check that out. Also, that's just continuing the NFC North incestual. Everybody goes to the same teams. If one of those guys are gone, it makes more sense. Is Williams a free agent? Oh, yeah, look at that. He is. Okay. Williams is a free agent, and DeAndre Swift is one more year. That makes sense. Montgomery's good. Why the Bears? Who's the Bears running back? I was going to say, who's the Bears running back now? They signed Travis Homer. Yeah. Khalil Herbert? What if the Bears draft that Robinson guy out of Texas at nine? It could. Yeah, possibly. All right, I am going to go. Otherwise, I would just be, like, stalling to get more ad revenue. So I don't got much else more to say. Um, uh, Jake says, Bears have a running back taking snaps. Come on. <laughs> I'm in on fields. All right. Tomorrow. Rodgers is going to talk around noon Wednesday on McAfee. My guess is if he's going to say something about a trade, it will get leaked about an hour or so before. Or or he says something. Now, he couldn't not say anything. But as soon as like we know what's going on, I want you to scroll down your YouTube and find me, because you'll be on YouTube for Pat, 
I'm going to go on YouTube then as well. Paul, let me get set to join. Tim, you're always welcome. I'll take that as a yes. Of course. Yeah, I'll come join. I'll come okay. join you too. Okay. So I love a good emergency podcast. And then uh, I might have you host if I go and do CBS for a little bit. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, CBS 58, that is. Oh, okay. They want me on as a guest to talk Rogers because CBS 58, and I'm sure a lot of the other stations will TV. They're going to break in and go wall-to-wall Rodgers. Yeah. So what What I think they've had to do, and you'll have to confer with Holden, but I'm pretty sure Holden and Grotsky have just been on standby at the office. I'm pretty days. sure I called him today at like a weird time where I knew he'd be home, but he was in the office. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, because I, I want him to come out on Friday if he's not working. I do want to stress if there's any uh, – miscalculation when i say that i've been doing shifts at cbs i am doing shifts at cbs sports radio uh i was talking to my brother tonight and he knows i do radio but when i said shifts at cbs he had thought i said cvs so just in case there's anyone out there who thinks i (laughs) work at cbs on the weekends not that there's anything wrong with that hey did you hear they have long receipts lol cbs CBS, CBS. Not to be uh, confused with CBD. When is your next uh, shift at CBS Sports Radio? Do you know? Soon. I had to decline some this weekend because of the foray with my high school buddies. They really like you, Bart, huh? Um, I think they just need to fill shifts on the weekends. I think that's what it is. Although when I got the writer than you slot, that 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 was that was big. I know. That was big. I got some Gelb shows coming up. I think. Yeah. All right. Tim, good to see you. Bart, always a pleasure. And everyone else. Always a pleasure. I get I gotta get some sleep. If I'm gonna be on TV tomorrow. Yes, get your beauty sleep. Let me know if you need the makeup. We're doing YouTube either way. Roger said anything or not with your YouTube in the day tomorrow. And then uh, I got a lot of Marvel to watch. But you'll, you'll still do it even if you don't say a word? Like, if we're still at this point? I mean, I need a show for Thursday, so yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, we got to talk because if there's anybody that, like, frequents a bar, I got to get... So my next step is I got to get equipment that I can be somewhere to do a show. Yes. I don't need to like broadcast the show to people, but if I'm doing a show out and there's noise, I need it to sound good because I'm really going to try to get out there during the Bucks playoffs. I told you. I, I, I that is that is so I've got a month to figure that out, but you know, maybe we'll do some uh, watch parties like some second half watch parties. Maybe I'll be at bars. Maybe I'll try to figure it out. But I, for the playoffs, I want, we got to, we got to step up our game. Deal. I'm in. Let me just tell everybody, it is so nice having a yes, man. I've been waiting for one my whole life. 
What you want me to? I, 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 that has to be yes. I can't. No, Bart, you got to stay in your basement for the playoffs. I just like having a yes, man. All right, uh, we're back. Talk to you during the day on Wednesday. Go Bucks! They're the best team in the league, and they're going to win the finals. I did get a text during from Horvat. Uh, he put some money on the Bucks tonight, plus three ten to win the finals. So at least we're in agreement on something right now. We are two weeks away from opening day. Two weeks and one day. Go Brewers. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.